Everybody out there in the world today, welcome to Horror for Dummies episode 209. We are the show that comes to you weekly that teaches one thing, or maybe two things, or maybe even three things to the dumbest little guy about the genre we all love. I'm your host Tim, and with me is the dummy himself, the titular dummy himself. His name is Daniel, but we usually call him Kaloof often referred to as Loof, but around these parts here in the Horror for Dummies land, we refer to him as The Mushroom, because he's a fun guy. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Cranky crustaceans, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been alright, it's been alright, it's been chill. Been yeah? Chill. Got yeah, up? I think so. Gotten up too much? Mm. No. <laughs> you, you, you live... You're a single. You don't have kids. Yeah. You live by you live basically by yourself, mm-hmm. and you've done nothing. Yeah, well, I I call I bullshit. <laughs> so you've done well, something. I figured we're going to talk about that anyway. Okay, fine. Well, and I w- went out to dinner. Cool. What'd you have for dinner? You'd love it. It was uh, vegan Mexican. That sounds horrible. Where's the meat? It was, it was pretty good. There's no meat. <laughs> Why was no dairy? That's that sounds horrible. I'm sure it's actually really nice, but it was, was really nice. I don't, I don't. Uh, if I went you to a restaurant, if I went to a restaurant, and there was no meat on the menu. I'd like yeah. walk out and I'd like be like, <clears throat> I'd make a scene. You would make a scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't tell you about it. That's 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 fair. Okay. Yeah. You know what I did this week? What I completed Stranger Things season four. Oh fuck! I also completed Stranger Things <gasps> season four. Did you? Yeah. Is it? Are you like me? Are you agreeing that it's the best season thus far? I think so. I yeah. I think so. Like I think um. Oh, that's spoilers. I don't think anything. <laughs> I, I I will <laughs> say one thing: the last episode, which goes for two and a half hours, which. There was a little That's bit quick. of there was a little bit of me that felt that time. Uh, I won't mm. uh, I won't lie, but there was two things that happened that I got goosebumps in. One involves a legendary metal band. Yeah, you know what I'm what scene I'm talking about. Can I just mm. say that the editors of Stranger Things, Chef's Kiss, holy yeah. shit, they do good such job. a good job. My god, good job. And the other scene that like it didn't give me goosebumps, but I had a fucking grin. The, uh, the biggest grin on my face was when uh, a certain character 
went into a certain workplace of his and spoke to a fellow colleague of his about yeah. about pizza. Let me oh, let me just say my dude, my, my dude. I <laughs> I was eating that up, and it may, maybe because that guy reminded me of you a little bit, dude. I fucking like. He he made a movie called The Package. That dude, yeah, well, he was in it, and like I, I looked it up to see if like everybody fucking hates it. Apparently, everybody hates it. They all think it's like this mediocre ass movie, but I fucking loved it. Really? And that guy's in it, and he fucking makes the fucking movie. It's so good. I, I super recommend it. It's about like. Um, a dude getting his dick cut off and they're trying to like save it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that movie. Yeah, right. I fucking, I think it's a fucking mad classic, man. But like, I don't hear anyone talk about it. What? Who did he, was he the guy that got the dick cut off? I can't remember now. I think so. Shit, I I I forgot all about that movie. But like, yeah, he, he's (laughs) one of them. He's one of them in it. And it was fucking great. And I love that movie. But yeah, that's him. So anytime he like pops up in anything, like... (laughs) Uh, he just fucking makes me laugh, man. <laughs> he is, like, yeah, the whole season. Uh, and to people out there that don't know who we're talking about, let me just say that he's the guy that uh, works at the pizza shop with the long hair that, yeah. that smokes he's, a lot he's of weed. The delivery man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, what, for this season, like, season four, the new characters really brought it for me. The yeah, two in particular. I mean, like I was saying last week with it, like, I'm kind of glad that, like, Elle and Mike and Will sort of took a back seat in this season, it felt a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like they're going to have bigger roles next season. Yeah, yeah definitely. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. You know what's funny? I don't, I don't know about you, but when Stranger Things first started, like, season one, everyone was fucking sucking that, that dick, you know? Sucking the Stranger Thing dick. And I did, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, it's good. It just it didn't hit me as much as everyone else. Yeah. Now, cut to 2022, I'm like, oh my god, give me season five now. Yeah. I need well, it's it. It's going to be a while, dude. I know. That's, oh, that, that's what hurts. And I'll probably get in the same... I, I do that with, a lot with TV series, like Cobra Kai. Yeah. The, the newer season's coming out in September, and now I'm like, eh. Because I super enjoyed last season, like like season three as well. Yeah, like that never ending story part. Oh my god, fantastic! <laughs> my wife hates the fuck hates that song because I Why? sing because I sing oh, it because you sing it too much. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's it's like now I can't stand that running up that hill song by Kate Bush. Oh, I love fucking because Kate Bush. Ugh, super super um supernatural fucking Stranger Things kind of ruined it for me. That's the, oh, that's really? the one critique I have on season four. They ruined Master of Puppets for me, so I can't listen to any Metallica album. How dare you? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> they played that, that song out. once compared yeah, to the 50 I, times I they played Running I Up the Hill. threw out all my fucking CDs. <laughs> my ticket stubs, I burnt them. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I, um, what? I've listened to Master of Puppets so much lately, but then yesterday I listened to the whole Master of Puppets album and then I just started to get into Metallica groove that I listened to the whole Ride the Lightning album. And I was just... Do you reckon, yeah. Do you reckon kids these days print out their e-tickets and put them up on the wall and shit? No. <laughs> no. no. 
That's a sad. That's a sad thing. Anyway, that sucks, man. I love going through my old like, like uh, tick attack fucking tickets thing. I, I can't believe you still keep them. That's cute. It's at my parents' house. <laughs> it's like it's like a like a fucking couple inches stack, man. Jeez. You know how many fucking shows we used to go to? Yeah. And I had income back then. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You were the well, only one that had, had income back then. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going to this show. Purchase, credit card, purchase, purchase. Mm. Yeah. It was sick. It was and it was times. back when like they'd announce things that had tickets and then they'd um, like, you could buy them within the first few days and have a think about it and see who was going and stuff. Yeah, True. True. Before it was like, this site has crashed. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, for the past two, three, two or three years, like, there's been no live music or anything like that. And now, yeah. like, it's coming back. Everyone's just coming over to Australia. And I've, I'm already going to, like, four concerts. And I'm like, and there's new bands that I like that are just Thanks announcing. Invite, cunt. <laughs> Did you want to go to the Dead South? No. Did you want to go to one? Did you want to go to Ailstorm? No. There we go. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, a barbecue festival. Did you want to go to that? What do you do at the barbecue festival? Eat meat. Yes. <laughs> well, you can still buy tickets for that. I don't know. Maybe um, the Offspring. Yeah, I'll go off spring. I haven't bought tickets to that yet. I'm still because it's kind of expensive, and I'm still debating on whether to go. You are lucky you didn't say Ice Nine Kills or that festival where Ice Nine Kills. Are playing. I, I see. I want to. I want to see Ice Nine Kills, but they're only playing I at a festival. See Ice Nine Kills too. But Why aren't they doing whatever a sideshow, side wave, whatever the equivalent of that festival is? By the way, that festival's already happened. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, it's like last week. I don't know. I'm an old man. I don't know what yeah. happens when stuff happens. I'm out of touch, man. Like and then the and then a band I like called Crossfaith just announced an Australian tour and I'm like oh yeah Fozzy with Chris Jericho are coming this year I'm like oh who Fozzy who you know oh, shut up <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay we stalled this show too long we are horror for dummies welcome it's, it's about it's, ten minutes that's it, what we usually do yeah it's what you usually do <laughs> you get me on a rant you get me all excited and I'm like oh shit we got a show to do. Now nah, we're right. If this is your first time listening to the Horror for Dummy show, welcome. <laughs> and uh, this is usually our intro where uh, usually it's the mushroom that derails us with dumb questions like, what did you have oh, for lunch today? I uh, fucking listened to the bracket episode. Oh yeah. What did you, th- what that, do you think? That was funny. No spoilers. Thanks everybody. Thanks Rob. Thanks Heather and, and Scotty. That was funny. They did all my bits for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was the first bracket that we've done where I didn't get angry. Yeah. Instead, like, Scott got angry. All... <laughs> well, yeah, Scott got really angry. <laughs> like, when we devolved to grunts and things. Yeah. Like, and then, fuck, man. Heather stirring up Rob and Rob just being like sticking his fucking heels in like you do. <laughs> it was so it was great. It was so much fun just being on the sidelines, just watching it. I was there just yeah. smiling, going, <laughs> "It's usually me getting angry." Yeah, yeah. It was such a good episode. I, I'll um, admit, like, did, did not pick the winner, the, the top few. Yeah, neither. There were some picks where they chose. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, legit. And yeah, thank you. I would not have been good on that bracket. I would have been like, I haven't seen these. 
Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's why I didn't, <laughs> didn't get you involved. Um, but if you haven't listened to it, it's episode edit in the number. Um, <laughs> if you scroll back a few, you'll probably find it. But yeah. Greatest horror franchise bracket. Yeah. With The Friday What's Nightmares up? and Rob Hungy. Really good. Really good. <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for everybody who like filled in for us as well. I think yeah. I said that last time. Yeah. But, yeah. I love how it takes like five or six people to fill in for me. <laughs> it's good. Feels good. Feels good. All right. Well, since we're, since we're, uh, on, on board right now, since we're, sure. we're, we're fucking killing it right now. Do you want to, do you want to announce the movies that we're doing for this episode? Sure. We're doing Eraserhead from 1977. Seven. Yep. Yeah, and we're doing men from this one, Year of Our Lord. I'm gonna take that little snippet of you to say we're doing men, and just post that everywhere. Sure, why not? So yes, this one is another Patreon pick episode. Zim Vader is the man in charge of this episode, mm. and and he wanted us to review a razor head. I, I can now, for the first time ever. Yep. live in a world where I've seen a razor head. And and do you wow. know do you know what? I'll be I'll be straight up honest with you right now. Be straight up honest with us. You're usually full of lies. I, if it wasn't for Zim, I probably yeah. never would have watched a razor head. Honestly, it wasn't mm. on my radar. Yeah, no, neither. Neither. I've heard so many people say their thoughts on the movie and I'm like, "You know what? I know me well, and that movie's not me." So I just never bothered. But you know what? When you become a Patreon, you can get us to watch anything you want. Anything you want. And you know what? Maybe our review will surprise you. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what you think. Maybe. We will we'll get to that soon. We will. I want to see if you got it. We'll, we'll see. I, wanna, I, I, I think... Okay, we'll get to predictions when we get to the review. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's, not, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um... So yeah, we'll be doing a razor head, and then we're going to be covering the newest movie, Men, which you saw it at the cinemas. So I'm guessing it's at the movies now. Um, it was at the movies. We, I think I literally saw the last session possible to see. Okay, okay. I saw it a few weeks ago because um, we we saw it. There was no one in the cinemas, so we had fun. Oh, you had the cinemas to yourself. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like yeah, a dream. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, um, Bonnie and a friend were like fucking smashed so it was heaps funny oh okay yeah that okay you'll need to talk about your experience at the cinemas as well as the movie then sure yeah um i i i have seen men i reviewed it on one of the patreon episodes but i didn't go deep into it i only gave you my yes or no opinion on it but kind of goes deep into itself We'll, we'll get into it. Basically, what we're, what I'm trying to say right now is we're covering movies that are really confusing. We are. <laughs> so we're if dicks and pussies. If, if you're like me and you're simple-minded and, and, and just go into movies for, like, explosion, if you're basically a Michael Bay uh, fan, then mm. these two movies probably not going to be for you. I know. These are thinkers. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, with that being said, we've got a fun... I guess it's going to be Cerebral. fun. Cerebral. <laughs> fun, intelligent. You know what? No. Horror for Dummies Maybe. and Intelligent don't, don't go yeah, in the same sentence. Like, <laughs> yeah, when I'm the smart one, it's not a huge bar. <laughs> yeah. like it's not high. Funny, funny. So let's Thank start you. the show 
Let's start it off how we always started off with a simple question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week for last time. And the question was, it was actually a good question now. We got a, we got a few answers. The question was, oh, yeah. what's the best vehicle, vehicle from a horror vehicle. film? The best vehicle from a horror film. And we're going to start it off with our good friend B. Jermaine. And he just posts a little gif of the truck from Maximum Overdrive. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Will Hetzel says, Jeepers Creepers truck. Nice. That is creepy as fuck. I love it. Um, Sexy Matt Wood says, Christine is the best easily. Yeah. And Lee Payne agrees. He, he posted a picture of, of Christine. Uh, Randy Blanford said, Gotta be the Phantasm Hemicuda. The car was pure badass. And he posted a picture of it. It looks pretty badass. Phantasm came up a lot. There's, there's, a, few, there's a few repeats. Let's just say that. Uh, we have Geordie Van Vukus, who also agrees that Christine is the best vehicle. Um, Trucker Trent posted a picture of the truck from Duel. Yeah. Which is funny. It's kind of similar. I mean, in, in the color anyway, of the Jeepers Creepers truck. Mine is the Bender Ware car. Okay. Future on. I don't know that episode. <laughs> Bend, there's like an episode where like he gets attacked by a wear car, which like turns robots into like oh, an old school car with yeah. like tires and shit. I do remember that episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, my answer. That's okay. That's a good answer. Jim Morazzini says another vote for Ta- Phantasm Scooter. Very nice. Nice. Kevin Nez says the car. And if you don't, and he posted a picture of the car. The car oh. is actually the title of the movie. I think it's from the oh, 70s. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's from the 70s, and they made a sequel, like, a few years ago. Okay. The yeah. car 2? It's not the car. I don't think it's called the car 2. I think it's called the car road to hell or something like that. Oh. Yep. Um, Marco Patos says, Wolf Cop. The car from Wolf Cop. <laughs> Okay. Um, Lance Langford says, "I'm with B. The Green Goblin takes them all." That's the one from yeah. The <laughs> like I had a look at Maximum Overdrive's car, mm. and I was like, "Is that fucking Green Goblin at the front?" You have you not seen Maximum Overdrive? No. Oh, we're gonna have to do it. It's the only movie Stephen King's ever directed, and he don't oh. he don't remember directing it because he was high on coke. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could write a book. And, and so it's so much coke money. And it's got Lisa Simpson in it. And um, does it? And Emilio. Yeah, Emilio. It's it's a fucking ride. It's so much fun. Okay. It's horrible, but it's fun. Um, the hungry one himself, Rob Humphrey, says, "Oh, Kurt Russell's killing machine in Death Proof." I have not seen Death Proof. It's a good movie. I can't believe you've seen car. it. I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, man. I love Tarantino and fucking... Other dude. <laughs> Thunder Twonk comes in and says, Off the Blank. wall. <laughs> Off the wall, but the evil truck from 2010's Road Train always seemed cool to me. Ooh, it no. runs on blood and human sacrifice. That's just freaking metal. How's it? That is metal. Uh, Brian Stitcher has a gift there of Christine. Another vote for Christine. Yep. Alan Bernston says, Hemikuda from Phantasm. There we go. Another Phantasm. Uh, yeah. Leon- Have you seen Phantasm? You've seen Phantasm. I've only seen the first one. I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, not a Phantasm. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> uh, Leon Davis says so many. The car, Christine beating you. Oh, beating beating you is the number plate for Jeepers Creepers. Um, oh, cool. Dual truck and the Wraith. Very nice. Nice. Uh, Russell A. Calhoun has another the same gift that Brian Stitcher had, and that's of Christine. Nice. Um, Zim Vader comes in. With, I'm sorry, but this is probably this is my favorite. Did you comment. say Brum? No, Zim Vader oh, okay. comes in <laughs> with probably the best comment of here because it made me laugh. He says, okay. "The boat from Jaws of Revenge. It can, <laughs> it can blow up a vengeful lion shark just by ramming it." <laughs> um, as for cars I can't go past the car in Rob Zombie's Dragula video that car Ooh. looks awesome I like it uh, Matthew Fishgold says the Wraith movie 1986 Dodge M4S Turbo Interceptor cool and last and definitely least love cars <laughs> David Cameron Robert Thompson says yeah. the car in Death Proof Nice. So there we go. We got a few doubles up, but uh, that, that's good. That's good. All right. On to this time, this this week's question. This, the, the, the time we're in right now. Question for this time. Smooth. We're, we're, we're going to bring back the poll on this one. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Whip it out. So if you, Luffy, I'm going to ask you, right? Sure. If you could bring back one horror director from the dead to direct one more horror movie, who would it be yeah. and why? Your options are Wes Craven, George Romero, Toby Hooper, Mario Bava, Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick, or other. Kubrick. Really? Yeah. Why? Because a lot of the other ones, I don't know who they are. <laughs> okay. Romero, I know, but he was directing some pretty fucking shitty movies at the end there. At the end, but there was rumors that so- he had like... Another of the dead um, movie in in the works. Nah, he should have earned it. He can stay dead. Um, <sighs> fucking hell. Who else we got? What the other ones? Uh, so you got Mario Bava. Don't know who that is. Yeah, you, he's an Italian director. He did like the... Ba- I know uh, it's a him, of- Mario, but that's about it. <laughs> he did like a Bay of Blood, Leaves from the Devil. Uh, things like that. You wouldn't know any of his movies. Yeah, uh, see. We got Wes Craven, who did... Nightmare on Elm Street, what? Scream. Um, Maybe Craven. Yeah. Craven might be cool too. Toby Hooper, who directed such classics as Poltergeist, um, Life Force, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to be his biggest one. Oh, I've, I've seen Texas Chainsaw. You've never uh, seen. No. You're shaking your head at Poltergeist. Yeah, I haven't seen Poltergeist. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Fuck, alright. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. An episode for you. Hitchcock. <laughs> Yeah. You, you know who he is. Yeah, I know who Hitchcock is. And um, other just means that you can choose another one. That's not. That, there's no director called Other. Other. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> so you're going to go with. Either either Craven or Kubrick. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'd, either Craven or Kubrick. I, I'd probably have to go Craven. I think you're right about Romero. He was. His last few were shit. Craven, like, kind of same thing. Like, his last few before he died weren't that great, but I what think... his last few? Uh, oh, fuck me. Now you put me on the spot. Sorry. Um, I... I can't even... I can't even think of to search up. That's give, okay. Give, give, me, give me a second. Maybe he comes back all invigorated and stuff and re-kajiggers a genre again. 
I mean, yeah, I, I think he could come back. Uh, his last was Scream 4. That was decent. Um, My Soul to Take, which was eh. Red Eye, which I don't think, I can't remember Red Eye. Cursed from 2005. I like it. Um, a lot of other people hate it. Okay. All right. Um, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I thought he had more shitty ones. No, no yeah. I'm, then, like... Happily bringing back the Crave Man. Yeah, I would. Beyond Curse, he had, like, Scream 3, Scream 2, Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah they're all good. I'd go, yeah, I'd go West Craven. But, yeah, you let us know on the polls, on the Facebook um, yeah, we'll see. Group who page. Wins. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a poll. I know. I know. Maybe I should. Maybe we should start bringing those back because I'm Season running out. Polls. I'm running out of questions. Man. It's getting harder yeah, every week. That's fair. And I know for a fact that I've definitely doubled up on questions. Oh yeah, we definitely. Have. Well, I mean, Zim's proven that I have. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So what we're gonna do here? Um, we're gonna jump onto another segment called Horror on the Open Road, and then. Hell yeah. We're going to be talking about Eraserhead. For you, Zim, this is what you made us do. You've made us watch this movie and talk about it. You know we're not smart. We can't... Listen out for my uh, cameo on Horror on the Road. (laughs) Yeah, you're the truck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll be back in a second with feature presentation after this. Welcome to another episode of Horror on the Open Road. I'm here once again in my truck, doing my daily routines of delivering vehicles and machinery and and picking up machinery. And I just had to do a delivery of a large excavator to a site. And where they wanted this excavator was a bit of a um, bit of a trek, bit of a uh, a risky business. And I didn't feel comfortable taking it where they wanted. Um, so I unloaded it in a safer place because where they wanted it was down this really steep dirt road and I just, I, I had a bad feeling about it. So I decided not to. And as, as I finished my delivery, I got back in my truck and I was feeling happy myself that I decided not to do that because what if, you know, what if something bad happens and, and what if the truck starts rolling and next thing it's going off a cliff or something like that. And, and it's made me think of, other scenarios that I've decided not to do something and I've often thought back to horror movies for example let's take the the best movie ever made which is Jaws Uh, there are times where I go fishing or I go spearfishing or I go swimming and and there are times where if, if I'm not around people out in the open water out in the ocean that I get a little worried and the Jaws theme music starts playing in my my head that I think, okay, this could be a scenario of, of a great white shark being near me. Let me go near other swimmers. So if that is the case, I might not be the first one to get picked off. So things like that where horror movies have come into my mind and made me escape the danger. But there's another there's another um, example of, of something that happened to me where I thought of a horror movie and I decided not to do it and basically it happens in my house now in my backyard we are uh, when we bought when we got the house they are uh, they had this 
well. It looks like a well, like this stone well in my backyard. And on top of the well, it's like covered over and it's got flowers and stuff on it. And it, it looked all pretty when we first moved in. Now, a few months ago, the, uh, the wind and the weather here has kind of killed all the flowers and made it look a bit, a bit gross and a bit yuck. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit, I'm no gardener or anything like that. So, when me and my wife, we decided to dig it up and we decided to do something. And, and what I wanted to do was make just a massive fire pit. But uh, unfortunately, the wife said no and whatever, whatever she says goes. You, you know how it is. Um, so we decided to dig it up and and uh, put new potting mix in there and put some new flowers and stuff like that. Make it make it look nice and, and everything like that. And for the longest time, I just thought that this was a like a flower bed type of thing. I didn't think it was actually actually a well or anything like that. So we were digging it up and it just kept getting deeper and deeper until the point where there was planks of wood underneath and these woods have been a bit rotted and everything like that so my curiosity got better at me and I lifted up the wood and underneath the wood was rocks so I lifted up the rocks and underneath then was just a black abyss and I couldn't see anything and I got curious and I threw a rock down there because I thought holy shit this is actually a well not a flower bed which I once thought an actual well and I got curious to see I wonder how how deep it is so I threw a rock down there expecting like a splash or or some sort of noise and nothing I heard absolutely nothing and I was curious I wanted to know what was down there if it was just a well or if there was a tunnel system or something down there I was curious and then my mind went straight into horror movies the ring for example you know I could I could go down and and check it out and, and put a camera down there or something like that I could do all those things and, and see what's down there but what if there is a thousand year old vampire down there and I wake him up and put the whole world in danger what if there is a ghost girl down there that gives you seven days to live like all these possibilities of all happening all right let's be realistic that's probably not gonna happen and the chances of what down there is probably just water and that's it but in my horror filled mind you know we've all seen those movies of, of someone doing something innocent and then unleashing an evil upon the world what if there's that 0.01% chance of me releasing something evil into the world I'm not going to take that chance I'm not going to do it so we decided to just cover it back up. So still to this day, I don't know what's down there. I'm just going to assume it's just a well when there's just dirty water down there. But I still like to pretend that maybe there's a fucking vampire down there. You know, a, a million year old ancient evil or something like that. Maybe that's down there. But we covered it up. But it got me, it got me thinking, what, and this is a question to you guys, had there ever been a scenario of where you have thought to do something but then horror movies are played in your head and you've second guessed it and you thought no because what if blah 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 like have you ever gone to a cemetery and thought about doing something and then you thought no because what if that raises the dead or something like that 
just food for thought there, but let us know if that's ever happened to you or if I'm just a weird, special person in this uh, big world. So let us know. You know how to contact us, and I'll, I'll read your answers on the next show because, I don't know, it's something interesting to me. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you're enjoying the show. We'll be, uh, we'll be coming back now with something great, something interesting, a movie that uh, I'm really keen to talk about. So let's get into it. Here it is. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome to Feature Presentation. Here we are with a movie, and, and you probably listened to that trailer, and you're probably thinking, what what the fuck is this all about? I so know I did. we are talking about a movie called A Race Ahead from 1977. Uh, this one, oh boy. <laughs> so let's just start it off. So A Race Ahead, aka the best birth control ad ever made, which is what I like to call it. Yep. Um, is a 1977 American sur- surrealist horror film written, directed, produced, 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 and edited. <laughs> Who produced did this one? Well, it, okay, so it's written, directed, produced, and edited, but also he did the special effects as well in this movie. And the music. Yeah, and the music, yeah, by uh, David Lynch. Uh, Lynch also created its oh yeah we go Lynch also created its score and sound design which included pieces by a variety of other musicians shot in black and white it was Lynch's first feature length effort following several um, short films it tells the story of a man who is left to care for his grossly deformed child <laughs> that's brutal grossly deformed child in a, a desolate um, industrial landscape mm-hmm. so. It had a box office of seven million dollars. I couldn't find a um, budget, so 
Yeah, I think I think they scraped by on whatever they could. They, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to trivia later, but um, a little bit of trivia before we start. Thought only released as at first as a midnight movie. A number of Hollywood A-list directors saw the film and were impressed by it. John Waters, who's Pink Flamingos, 1972, and Female Trouble, 1974, played this... Need to watch Pink Flamingo. I've never heard of these movies. Okay. I'm not a John Waters fan, so... Um, They played in the same venue. Often mentioned Eraserhead... Oh, sorry. John Waters often mentioned Eraserhead as a favorite film, urging viewers to see it. Stanley Kubrick... There we go. Speaking about him. Hey. Kubes. (laughs) Report... Reportedly said the same. This was one of the... Tubes. F- <laughs> We're bros. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, because he's alive and everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he said the same. This is one of the films he made the cast and crew of The Shining 1980 watch to get in the right frame of mind for doing a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, Mel Brooks saw it and offered Lynch the chance to direct The Elephant Man 19- 1980, which Lynch accepted. And yeah. George Lucas ha- asked Lynch to direct... Fucking love The Elephant Man. I haven't seen it. It's a good time. I've heard... You I've heard... You yeah, I've, I've heard it's good. I, it's been on my... It's been on my list. Um, not an animal. <laughs> I know... Like, I know scenes from it, but I've never seen it yeah. in full. Um, George Lucas asked Lynch to direct Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Lynch turned it down. That would have been weird. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It would have been. been so weird. So, <clears throat> as, as we said before, what this movie is about is Henry Spencer tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry mm-hmm. girlfriend, and his unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. This one has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. A 7.3. Holy shit. This stars Jack Nance as Henry Spencer, who um, sadly died in 1996 at the age of 53. Oh. He starred in other movies such as Blue Velvet from 86, um, Dune from 1984, uh, Twin Peaks, he was in that. Basically, yeah, he just starred sense. in anything that David Lynch directed. Just hung out with David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Charlotte Stewart as Mary X. Um, she yep. was also in Tremors as Nancy and Tremors 3. And then Little House on the Prairie. Gotta love those Tremors movies. Yeah. Uh, then we got Alan Joseph as the best character in this movie. He played Mr. X. Yeah. I believe his name is Bill in the movie. Um, the dad? Yeah, the dad. The look at my knees, <laughs> man. <laughs> look at these knees. He was the best fucking part of this movie. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, he sadly died. Disagree. In- <laughs> oh, Okay. He sadly died in 2012 at the age of 93, and he was oh. in such movies as... Oh, he's old enough, bro. That's 93. Yeah. Like that. Let him, let him sleep. Um, yeah. He was in such movies as Raging Bull, Marathon Man, uh, a lot of movies that I've never seen before, except Saturday the 14th, which sucks. I did not like that movie at all. Is that a parody movie? No. It's not what? at all. That's what I thought it's it was. It's a sequel? No, no. <laughs> what is it? I, you know what? I, I go and search it yourself. I, I really can't remember everything. I just remember not liking it. Saturday the fourteenth. The poster art kind of like got me interested. Yeah, um, it sounds like like a Naked Gun movie or something. Yeah, and yeah. it also has an appearance. Uh, sorry, Eraserhead also has an appearance of Judith Roberts, 
who played as the beautiful girl across the street. She was the uh, the neighbor across the hall, slut. Yeah, yeah. So do you do you know her? No. Who's she? So she's like she's still acting right now. Um, I was she? I was I was looking at her. I'm like, wow, you look so familiar. What do you What do I know you from? She was in a movie called You Were Never Really Here from 2017. Uh, she was in Death Sentence. But she was in two movies that... Well, two movies that I've seen. One that you've seen, which was called The Last Thing Mary Saw, which we watched last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was the matriarch. And um, she's she plays Mary Shaw in Dead Silence, who's like the oh. main ghost girl. Oh, now I'm seeing her like... Now. Mm. I was going to say older. But yeah, now I'm seeing her now. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah, she's got a scary fucking face. Yeah, she does. Yeah, but I don't know. She was kind of hot in this movie. She was hot in the movie, but then she got real angular. Yeah, I mean, she got old. That's what the problem is. <laughs> um, that's all right. I, I did. I honestly prefer like, um, chicks just getting old rather than like being like the plastic messes the celebrities are and shit today. Yeah, okay, I, I get what you're saying, I get what you're saying. I, I, like, I prefer natural, I think natural aging looks better. De- definitely. Natural titties are way better than plastic. Yeah. Mm. So this is directed by David Lynch, who's also done other movies, such as The Elephant Man from 1980, Dune from 1984, Blue Velvet from 1986, um, I didn't watch Blue Velvet. Wild at Heart from 1990, um, Twin Peaks, he did 30 episodes like of Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Um, basically, he did like heaps of different stuff and nothing that Tim has seen. Oh, Maholland Drive <laughs> as well uh, from 2001. I, I I was going through this and I thought I've seen a few David Lynch movies. Turns out I have not seen a single David Lynch yeah, movie <laughs> until now. Yeah. I don't know if I'll go back and watch anything else. <laughs> All right, so a raise her head. Um, <clears throat> Daniel. Yes, Timothy. Can I speak to you for a minute? Sure. <laughs> Have you had sexual intercourse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did I? I <laughs> let, let me just say this line to Isn't you. Isn't that what Joel's mom did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Mushroom. Tell me. So, Tell me. <laughs> So, that's fucking trying to make out with you. <laughs> yeah, what was that? So, Mushroom, why do you know? Yes. And I'm just going to smile at you strangely. Dude, have you ever been asked that? What do you know? What? It's usually by like older people. And it, I, I've been asked that. What do you know? What do you know is like one of the things that I, older gentlemen usually ask you. And it's usually like, I've been asked that by like ex-girlfriend's father's. And it's the most awkward fucking question because I never know how to answer that. I'm like, I know how to play PlayStation and I know, like, some things about horror movies, but I know that that's not what they're asking. Well, you know twice as many things as I do. (laughs) You know how to play PlayStation. Yeah. You know better than I do. Yeah, but you know how to horror movies. (laughs) True. Well, you're learning. You're learning. I'm learning. Okay, man. Let, let's 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 fucking do this. Let's get it over with. Raise a head. Have you seen this movie before? No. Not first time. Yeah. So you're popping your cherry just like me. Yeah. All right, Zim. <sighs> <laughs> I 
Luffy, I'm going to let you go first. Just let it all out, and then I'll come in second. What did you think about this movie? Watching it, I was confused. I was upset. I was annoyed. I was confused. (laughs) I didn't know what was happening. And then it clicked. And then I loved it. Oh, shit. Love? Like, I, I... Yeah, I like it. I want to watch. I want to watch it again and see if I get it more. I think I, I get it. I think I get it. Okay, all right. I'm, but um, I don't even have kids, so I, is this how you feel? Okay, let's. I'll just. I'll just go you my quick thoughts, and my my thoughts are basically kind of like yours, except I didn't love it. Now, uh, watching this movie. Okay, I went into this movie. I've heard all the reviews with people saying it's it's really weird. It's one of those thinking movies where you have to really pay attention. And I went in this knowing that. I went into this knowing that I'm probably not going to like this movie. It's going to be a brain fuck movie. I'm not going to get it at all. But I did my fucking best. I went in there. I paid as much attention as I could. And I tried to get every little bit out of it and, and try to get it, you know? And halfway through the movie... Um, I realized that I'm not getting it. <laughs> and then the end, like, and then the end happening in the end, and then I was like, all right, clearly, um, my thoughts were exactly what I thought they would be. This is a, a really thinking movie and, and one you have to pay close attention to. And, and even then, like I did, I did not, I, I threw my phone away. I paid fucking attention to this movie. Shit, dude, you should have just put it down, man. And... <laughs> Expensive, <laughs> funny, and I did like I, I did I, I I I took in as much as I could with this movie. What did, what did and, what did you get about it? I want to know. You you want me to tell you like everything? Yeah. Okay. Take me on a word journey. All right. I'll, I'll, I've got notes here. I'm just gonna read my notes. Okay. Off we go. It's a little bit, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll get to it. Okay. Okay. So before I say this, um, I. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't hate. Okay, I didn't okay, hate it. Okay. I didn't love it. But I right. took this. I took this movie as the fear of becoming a parent. For me, this was Henry's fear of not being a good parent or having a child with problems. And this is something that I feared hugely when I became a parent. Um, this guy Henry, the the main character, the guy with the funny hair. Yeah. He's dealing with all these different the titular feelings. eraser head. Yeah. <laughs> He's dealing with all these different feelings about becoming a parent. So in, yeah. in the first scene, we see like a sperm-like creature coming from Henry's mouth and it goes into like a puddle. And yeah. I took that as sexy time. This is Conception. How, this is how babies are made. Um, yep. Henry goes to meet his girlfriend and finds out that that night that he's now a father and has to become a husband as well. And he's just pushing Look at his knees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think the whole, for me, like the whole movie, I think this is a movie that you can interpret so many different ways. But for me, I, I see it as the fear of or the fear and the worry of, of something new, um, something huge in your life changing. And that's, that's parenthood. Um, do you want me to elaborate more? Yeah. Okay. Um, the whole deal, let's go into the baby. 
and let's not <laughs> the the whole deal with the baby looking the way it does. I yeah. think I think that this is Henry's subconscious that the baby looks alien to him and it acts alien to him. Um, I thought it looked like an actual baby. You haven't seen many babies, have you? <laughs> they all sort of look like that. <laughs> um, like he's been put into this position, like, and, and can I just can I just say, like, I know everyone's his parents and shit. Newborns, they're gross. Like, okay, you, you've seen a lot of your friends have babies. Are, yeah. Are you saying that every single newborn you've seen is ugly? Yeah. Even my children. Yeah. Fuck you. They're all like weird, like especially when they like they're like just hot out the oven, baby. Like <laughs> they're all covered in shit, and they look like a fucking raisin with hands and shit. <laughs> Yuck! Yuck! I love I love newborns because they're so easy. They're so fucking easy to deal with compared to what I've got. Well, I, I'm I'm dealing with toddlers right now. Toddlers, yeah, okay. toddlers are right. fucking hell spawn. Compared to new- newborns, like just yeah, they cry and stuff, but not nearly as much as toddlers. But it makes your wife leave or some shit. It was a bitch anyway. Yeah, she yeah, she was a cunt. <laughs> yeah, but fucking gel. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, okay, so back to no, you fine. I like you. I'm just playing. I mean, movie wife. That's all. I'm just playing. So back to it. Yeah. Um, I think that the baby looked mutant because that's what Henry was seeing. It was like an alien to him. He, he didn't yeah, he yeah. didn't know it from anything. Um, yeah. And he was put in this position and left to deal with the baby alone. And much this like... This weird fucking thing he has to look after. Yeah, which was such a dick thing. Um, and like, yeah, like any new parent, he has no idea how to tend to this alien-like being, did you know? You, did you... Were you like... When it got sick, were you like... <gasps> I was like, oh no, <laughs> no! I thought I was gonna die. I, I, I wish made t- such weird noises. Yeah, <laughs> kids. Um, continuing in the movie, um, we, we in this movie we meet different characters yeah. who resemble different feelings to Henry. Yeah. For example, the girl next door, I I took as the embodiment of lust. Henry, yeah. Henry, not wanting to settle down, but to be free to take who he, he wants. wants. That, that across the hallway puss. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is a a real emotion to people. Like, yeah. like, like, like. And I'm not saying that, like, oh, I'm gonna go cheat on my wife or anything like that. But people, I, I believe that people do look back at their earlier years and remember. Oh, remember when I was just fucking everything I could. Oh, good no, times. I'm in my sexual prime now, but... <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. I mean, never mind. I won't, I won't get into it in case <laughs> the wife listens. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. The girl... like oh, the girl sorry, next- Joel. Again, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> You're getting me in shit here. So, yeah, the girl next door I took as the embodiment of lust. Um, on the other hand, the girl on the radiator is the embodiment of death or suicide. Like she sings oh, that song. Is that what you got? Yeah. I didn't understand. I didn't get the radiator thing. I thought it was like, um, his like conscience or whatever. No, it's, okay, that, that's interesting. I I took it as like, it, it's it's his like subconscious of trying to figure out what to do. Like he he, yeah. he wants to go with this other girl, and then on the other side he's thinking, I I hate my life. 
is suicide the it's, only option? And she's singing in every in heaven, everything is fine. It's like his thoughts of escaping oh. this fear of parenthood. I took like that, like he was already thinking about like doing what he did at the start. What? what sorry. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, I thought he was like already semi contemplating like spoilers for a fucking race ahead. Oh, we're already deep in spoilers. Yeah. Um, I thought he was thinking about killing the baby, like, right from the start. I, like, when man, he could, yeah, he was just I mean, starting not to handle it. And then, like, I took, like, sort of the ending as... And this is what I love about these fucking weird-ass cunt movies. It's like, we can watch the same movie and come out with completely different... Yeah, different interpretations. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I took, like, her, like... Because I sat and, like, I thought about this movie for so long... Just mm. thinking about it. But, like, yeah, her, like, embracing him as, like, he did the right thing. Okay, like killing I, the baby. I took it differently. You know? Like, for himself, it was the right decision. And, like, that's him, like, sort of comforting him. Like, him finding comfort in his, like, horrible decision. That's it. Okay, I took it, I took it as he did it. He killed himself. He killed and himself. Now, and now he's embracing... Death at the end because he's oh. hugging the girl, saying, "In heaven, everything is fine." Because because he stabbed the baby and made the oatmeal's come out, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like him wanting to kill his fucking kid. So and he does it. So the ending, the ending for me, like it shows that like this big huge baby after he kills. I think in my in my opinion, he was thinking about doing that, and this is all like in his mind. Of what yeah, he wants to okay. do, and then he's seeing this big baby head come at him, and I think that that's just the pressure getting to him. And then in the end, he's like, "Fuck it," and kills himself. That's what I took from it. Oh no, I took it as he killed the baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, it's it's yeah, it's different. Um, well, like there's the dream scene in this movie of I feel like we're just fucking going so crazy with this movie right now just going that's different, okay different things but now let's do it let's talk oh yeah because this movie is so straightforward yeah true okay okay <laughs> so there's the dream scene of yeah. when like Henry loses his head yeah which is another thing that can be interpreted in many different ways I I took it as so, so basically Henry loses his head and his head gets turned into erasers erasers meaning eraser head so I took that as him wanting to erase every feeling he has in his mind. And much like erases with like at the end of the pencil, erases wear out the more you use it. So Ooh. so his mind and his like the feelings in his mind are slowly like uh, wearing him out to the point that he takes his own life. Okay. I thought it was just like a wacky dream. Like I thought he was just like he felt um, like there was nothing in his head of use, and he was just going fucking insane. Mm-hmm. The beauty, like, the beauty of this is like, I, I, I don't think. Well, well, David Lynch has come out and said that he, like, he, he will not give an explanation for this movie because he wants people to interpret it their way. So I don't, yeah. I, I, I believe that this movie, there is no right or wrong answer. Like, oh, oh, if you say, oh, this movie's about a shark, then obviously you're wrong. But, like, you can interpret it in your way and, and, and you won't be wrong. 
Mm. That's the cool thing about this movie. Like, as much as, like, originally when I was watching it, I felt like it was just weird for the sake of weird. That's, yeah. Everything kind of added up eventually. Mm. And not and not making sense in a completely perfect way, but, like, in that sort of imperfect sort of mother way to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I just enjoyed it. Like, I actually want to watch it again and see what I get the next time, because I feel like I might even get different shit. I I, I think you could... I, I think for me, personally, the one-time watch is enough. I think I got everything that I'm going to take out of it, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I won't ever watch this again because I don't see the need to. Maybe I can't, maybe I could find something else out of it, but I think I understood it as much as I'm going to. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Um, technically wise though, well, let's start with oh, the technical on, elements. Man. Yeah, dude. I'll give credit where credit is due. This, this film is well made. I mean, the sound design is crazy upsetting yeah it <laughs> is upsetting like the score is pure dread induced <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i apologize for that brilliant editing clip right there uh in <laughs> I, I had a little bit of an emergency happen in the middle of our review of Eraserhead. my daughter managed to cut her leg open and needed to go to the emergency room to get stitched up so we had to pause what we were doing and uh we are back now and we're going to finish our review on Eraserhead. and um i believe what we were talking about was the sound design on this movie which was uh, brilliant really really good yeah. Um, yeah. It just made every like, yeah, not not a heap in the way of score score, but um, yeah, it was just unnerving. It was, and even like the sound effects and everything like that, and the lack of sound effects was really mm-hmm. a cool choice too. Um, what did you think about the visuals? Weird. It felt like, um, I mean, obviously weird, but it felt like an homage to like. 50s like I know because it's black and white (laughs) I was gonna say that but like (laughs) that those really early fucking movies do you know what I mean I get you yeah yeah like even even the way the effects and stuff were done Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like 70s effects it was like 50s effects like everything was on a string or some shit yeah like even when like the sperm was coming out of his mouth it was like it felt like a Chaplin movie or something. Yeah, true. You you got a point there. Um, I really like that they did this in black and white. I think it works for this movie. The use of shadows mm. and negative lighting makes it feel makes it the a lot of the scenes in this movie feel really claustrophobic, and it mm. works for this story because it makes it feel like it's the the film suffocating you. You know, much like what yeah. he's going through. So I think that really works in its favor. Um, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's talk about the effects in this movie. Um, obviously with the, the baby. Yeah. Okay. I know this thing is not real, but like I was looking at it going, yeah, right. Like I'm looking at it going, (laughs) 
Is that a like cat a calf? Did they find that like, you thought like they like got like this fucked up animal and brought it in? Or it, dude, it looks like like tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. You're right. I feel you. I feel you because it looks so wet and like it looks real. It like yeah. It does not does not look like a puppet. No, I, I mean we'll get to trivia later about it. I tried to find up as much information about it because I was I was like hook line and sinker. I'm like, there's no way that's a puppet. That looks way too lifelike. Mm. And if it is a puppet, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. That's wow. I don't think it is though. From the trivia, I'll just read it now. Actually. Um, okay. If I can find it. Here we go. The mutant baby was apparently created from the embalmed fetus of a calf, although David Lynch has never confirmed this or described how he articulated it. During filming, when he watched Rushes, I don't know what that means, when he watched Rushes, he even had the projectionist cover his eyes when, when takes with the baby were playing so that no one would know how it was made. After completing the film, Lynch reportedly buried the calf, quote-unquote, in an undisclosed location at the rap party that had a mock wake for it. That's dark, yo. Yeah. So, do you... I kind of love it, though. Do you think that it's actually a living creature? Like, it's like... I mean, they could have just puppeted a cow fetus. Yeah. Maybe they did, eh? That's fucked up. Because <laughs> it looked it looked real wet and juicy. I mean, the, the wet look you can get. I mean, look at look at Alien, but yeah, yeah, the wet the wet look you can get. But like, it looked like flesh. It did, yeah, exactly. It did for that. Like it didn't. It wasn't wet rubber like Alien is. Like Alien is like a look. There's like. The inside of a mouth kind of texture, and then there's, like, a lubed-up latex kind of a texture, yeah. and it looks like real yucky It does. Flesh. And, I mean, compared to the other effects in this movie, like, you had the big baby head, and you had, like, the sperm, it, it's yeah. it's very night, which, night and which day. They looked fake. Yeah, yeah. And, like, again, again, I think because he was doing, like, that throwback shit purposefully fake. Like, even the chick with the chubby cheeks and shit. Yep. Yep. Looked fake. Yep. But the baby looked hectic. I think you're right. I think they puppeted an, a, a calf. Like, now a that now that someone said that, I'm like, yeah, no, it's that <laughs> for sure. It's like, like I'm, I'm hook, line, and sinker into that idea, which makes it so much better for me as well. Yeah, it's like that story about in Poltergeist, they actually used real dead bodies because they were cheaper. Oh, did they? For the scene in Poltergeist I'm, with that? I'm pretty sure that's fact as well. Yeah? I'm pretty sure. I don't know what... Yeah. I haven't seen Poltergeist. Yeah, there's a scene where they're in like a pool that's been made and like bodies come up from the ground and they like... Ooh. are floating in water and it's real life dead people <laughs> that's cool yeah. isn't Poltergeist like PG or some shit yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean Jaws was PG so it's like like it's still got that level of horror to it fair enough so um the acting in this movie was really good I, I yeah I 
yeah. couldn't really follow. I mean, Henry alone, he he always had this look on his face of sadness and worry, which which really brought the story <laughs> to life. He just looked overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. The whole movie. Ex- He's just like, I can't do this. He's like, I just. I just want to enjoy my vacation, please. <laughs> and I love it how he's in vaca- on vacation. Like, I'm guessing he lives there. And maybe, like, I'm, yeah. I know you take vacation and just stay at home. Like, yep. I've done that too. But, yeah, that's his vacation. He just wants to be at home alone. Yeah. Um, I just want to hang out. Yeah. I mean, the, the other characters in this, they, they do a fine job. But I think Henry's really the standout in this. I know, I, I looked straight at that guy's knees. <laughs> I love that character, Bill. I'm sure his name is Bill. The dad, the girlfriend's dad. There is a scene which made me fucking laugh out loud where they're all interrogating Henry about being a father and now you have to marry. And this dad's there just... Oh, yeah. All he cares about is the dinner and how it's going cold. <laughs> and the, what a fucking... Um, <laughs> the, man... The the period chicken scene. Oh yeah, that I, I that made me feel sick. <laughs> so weird. Just kept coming, and I was like, <laughs> and then what did the dad say? He's like, because the mum ran off, and then the daughter ran off, and he's like, I can't remember something funny. Isn't that where he just looks at Henry and goes, "So Henry, why do you know?" And then he just oh, smiles you know at him. What it is. He, he yeah. just smiles at him for fucking 20 minutes and it's like, this is all <laughs> That whole dinner scene was so awkward. So good. It's like meeting the fucking parents for the first time. It, it's oh. weird. You don't know them and it's like, hey, I've been fucking dicking your daughter. <laughs> How about that? What do you know? You know you know when I first met my in-laws, um, yeah. when me, me and my wife started dating... Um, mm-hmm. she, she, Jill was like, Jaleesa was really like nervous about meeting her dad. Cause her dad, like my father-in-law, he, he says it how it he's is. He's a character. Yeah. He, he, he's not shy to speak his mind. Nope. And, um, and my wife was really nervous about me meeting him because I'm a metalhead and I dress like a metalhead and her father mm-hmm. is in no way, shape or form a person who likes heavy metal and despises people who dress like that. So she was really nervous about me really? meeting him. Like, doesn't, like... He's always fucking... been so nice to everybody. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's cool, but, like, it's not his dress sense, you know? They're, they're not his mates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the first time I met him, I was a little nervous because he's a, he's a bigger guy. And the yeah. first thing he said to me is he <laughs> looks at me and goes, do you know, do you know? do you know that midgets look up to me? <laughs> that's the first thing he said to me a fucking frank thing to say <laughs> and I lost my shit and it was like at that point I'm like did we just become best friends <laughs> are we starting a band <laughs> and yeah me and my father-in-law have now been friends good friends for a while but yeah I, I have been in even though you're deep dick in his daughter <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him about it all the time as well. <laughs> I, I, this sure is loves this is no lie. I tell him all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, but there have been He's times like on your champ. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time at my Bucks party where I was off my head, drunk, and I was telling my father-in-law how good his daughter's tits are. <laughs> and all I remember is him just going, "Yeah." 
That wasn't me who made those. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Frank. Um, but there have been times where I have dated girls and meeting their family has been so fucking awkward. Like, yeah. like their parents are like full straighty 180 and talk mm. about business and politics, like shit that I just do not have an opinion about and have no input in. And it's just been yeah. really awkward. Like, I, I can talk. If you give me a subject, I'll do my best. But if it's politics and religion, no. <laughs> I can't do it. Well... Yeah, it's Re- more... Religion, I can, but I have my opinions that are looked down upon by others. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but this whole dinner scene... You know what's funny? Like, in movies where it's really awkward, do you get really uncomfortable? Nah, I love it. Re- like, have you seen Bridesmaid? Yeah. You know that scene when they're at, like, the engagement party and the two best... The, the two... Uh, maids of honor whatever they're called are like fighting mm. it out and it's getting really really uncomfortable yeah I hate that scene because I feel uncomfortable it's... no it's good I, don't, I can't do it man no, it's good <laughs> live in that tension yeah I fucking I hate it I can't do I love it. it I love it um <sighs> What else can we talk about a race ahead? I don't know. I I like that we kind of knocked out the ending first. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I think we needed to. I think we were both keen to see how we floated with each other. Like, how, yeah. how this movie worked. Do you think this is, like, a classic piece of cinema? Do you think it's a must-watch for people? No. If you haven't seen a race ahead? No. I don't... I, no. Okay, I've never seen Godfather but I don't put it up there with The Godfather. Okay. Like, like uh, name a movie that you think is a must-see movie. Because mm. if you ask me, I'm just going to say Jaws, and no one wants that. Airbud 2, Back in the Habit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say The Shawshank Redemption, right? All right, yeah, that's probably a better one. <laughs> I think that movie is a must-watch for everyone, because I think it, it goes with, like, I think everyone can take something from that. There's, yeah, there's something from yeah, yeah, something for everyone. A race ahead? No, I think the majority of people in the world would hate this movie or would just be like what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm actually surprised that I liked this more than I didn't. Which I'm surprised too. I thought you would just completely go over your head. Hmm. And you would just be like, it was just a bunch of dumb, weird shit that didn't make any sense and was stupid. <laughs> well, if you, if we recorded this straight after I watched it, then I would have been giving this movie a 2 out of 10. Saying, fuck this movie, <laughs> I hate it. It's definitely a homework movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's... This is the perfect description of this movie. This is a movie that once you watch it, You'll need to go to YouTube and watch the explain videos. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless you're a brainiac who can like uh, break through movies and, and interpret it in any way, shape, or form. I did a little homework, but yep. most of the most of the stuff I, I kind of like. Like I said about like 
I was like halfway through and I was sort of like, oh, that was the fucking, yeah, that was doing a banging. <laughs> That's like where she's pregnant. That's like the whole meeting the parents, starting the relationships thing. It was just like a hyper, um, fast relationship, pregnancy and like mm. regret. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, I think, yeah. Like, and they, they just condensed it into one awkward ass scene. That's why I was like, it was, that's why it felt like Mother to me, where like sort of at the end where it was all frantic. Yeah. But it was just like, even though it, like it felt slow, it really did pack a lot into the movie. It, yeah, it did. And the funny thing is like, like we've discussed this movie, how we take it and what we thought about it and what we got from it. I think honestly, we're only scratching the surface. You could like, yeah. like we like not us, but like I'm sure there's other podcasters out there that <laughs> smarter could, people yeah, that could really do like a really in depth um, thesis on this on this film. I'm sure there have been. Yeah, definitely. I, I think like, you, I'm sure there's many a film student that's done a race. Oh shit! Yeah, had fucking definitely. Thesis I thesis I. So I, 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 I think I think we'll wrap this up now because I, I I've said all really that I can say I I explained what I got from the movie you pretty much explained I think we're on the same wavelength for the I most so. part I think the ending just is different for us both you agree well, like I said it's so it's so broad and abstract and surreal yeah um that you can kind of just take away whatever you want from it. It's like where you go see a, a piece of art, like visual art, mm-hmm. and and I get nothing from it and you burst into tears. Yep, yep, exactly. Like, it's just... You, you either feel something or you don't. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't make anyone's opinion wrong. It just, like... Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I just I thought it was interesting. I thought it was um, visually spectacular for fucking seventy seven. I thought the themes were fun. Once I finally fucking wrap my head around them, and then I want to go back and watch it with those kind of themes in mind, and then maybe I'll change my mind about the themes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, or even be like, oh, actually, now that I'm like watching it again, I feel like it's more like this and heading towards this conclusion. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just, it seems like uh, sort of a choose your own adventure kind of like with your feelings mm-hmm. for this movie, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm ca- like, honestly, I have wanted to watch it again, but I just haven't had time. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So I think, we'll, um, yep. Score it. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into scores now. So did you want to go first or? Sure. Um, look, I don't think, I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything. Like, I don't think it's a 10 out of 10, but I think it was really good and I'm giving it an eight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. High praise. Okay. Yeah. Like, I really thought that he was just as abstract and weird and stuff as it was. He was just kind of like getting out how he was feeling as a dad. Mm Mm-hmm. And how, like, his interpretation of 
like relationships and courting and sex and all that stuff and fatherhood and regret and uh, like just the overwhelmingness of it all yeah, and, and putting it into a movie that I feel like he found visually interesting yeah more than anything yeah and fucking yeah go for it dude um so for me uh, once this movie was all said and done I was I was sitting there going what the fuck did I watch I didn't understand it it took me a while and I mean like a few days to really gather my thoughts on this yeah. movie and I, and I kind of clicked with it um in saying that this is not a movie I'm ever going to watch I don't feel I need to ever watch it again and I don't really want to to be honest but I did sure. like it more than I didn't so all up I'm giving it a 6.5 out of 10 nice so that is our thoughts on Eraserhead so thank you Zim thank you for what, making us watch this movie yeah um, weird man I, does, he, does Zim like it or did, was Zim saying it was bad I I can't remember. It's been it's been a few weeks since we spoke about it, but I'm pretty sure he was uh, confused as fuck. I may be wrong. Zim, let us know, and I'll I'll read it out next week. Because Zim's a dad too. Yes, he is. Mark? Yes, he yeah. is. Zim is a father and a soon-to-be father as well. Cute. <laughs> so thank you, Zim. Thank you for all your uh, recommendations and everything. You look. Going in, like, I knew Zim wanted us to do Duel and Eraserhead. One of them yeah. I was keen to see, the other I was dreading. But now, like, I gave Duel a 9, and I've given Eraserhead a 6.5. So it wasn't all that bad. Not bad. Not so, bad. Not yeah. Alright, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our raw review where we discuss men. The movie, men. not actual people. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hi. Mrs. Marlowe, yes? Harper, yes. Do, come in. The words I have to say. It's a beautiful be simple, house. But Will it just be you staying? Or? Excuse me? Mrs. Marlowe? No. Until you give your love, there's nothing more that we can do. Apple from the garden? Y- yeah, it was delicious. No, 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 no. Mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. Oh. God, sorry, I... I, I'm joking. Oh. We have we have gone raw. We are in raw, and With um, men. <laughs> oh fuck! I think everyone's had that joke. If every if anyone's covered men on their podcast, I think everyone said that joke of I'm watching <laughs> men. Glazed men. <laughs> I like watching men. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about men from 2022, obviously, and um, this one came out. It's a young man. <laughs> This one came out in the States about uh, a couple months ago. 
Um, it's just finished here in Australia. If you didn't see it, it will be out soon. Or you can find it if you really want to watch it. But maybe hear our yes, thoughts places. first. So the uh, story of this is a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. Uh, this one stars mm-hmm. Jesse Buckley as Harper and Rory Kinner as... I'd say that's not quite true. What do you mean? Because it was her husband. They didn't get divorced. Well, okay. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. Um, Whatever. Sorry, Rory Ke- Keener as... Um, people. <laughs> He's in that. it. He's in it. He's in it, for sure. Uh, this is directed by Alex, Alex Garland who um, also did other movies such as Ex Machina, um, Annihilation, and he was the writer for 28 Days Later. I did not know that. There we go. Um, okay. Did you see Annihilation? It was on Netflix. It's got uh, yeah, Natalie did. Portman. Did you like that movie? It was all right. I did not. There was only one scene I liked, which was the skull bear, but uh, I didn't like the movie. I think I gave it a six or something. Yeah, it was too weird for me. I wasn't hugely into it. So... I'm, I'm, okay, Luffy's going to be mainly doing the majority of the talking because I, I kind of somewhat reviewed this movie on like a, a Patreon episode and that was a few weeks ago and I didn't rewatch this movie. So I'm not going to be able to go in depth as much as I would like to. Um, all in all though, uh, did you want me to just say what I felt about this movie before you yeah, jump in? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you go. Okay, so the majority of this movie I fucking loved uh, I think it was about the I think this how long does it go for it goes for okay an hour and 40 minutes an hour of this movie I was in love with this movie and then the last 40 minutes happened and, and we'll discuss that in a second but the first hour was so fucking good like I was in he had me hooked. I was in. The cinematography is absolutely gorgeous in this movie. Like, I was watching this at home on my um, 4K TV, and I was watching it going, holy shit, am I, yeah. am I watching a fucking, like, 4K documentary right now? Because the shots of just the countryside are stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. I, I really liked it. Um, the story for the first hour, I, I was in. I was invested and- as... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was so invested. I was really into... I was creeped out at certain scenes. There was a certain scene where, um, let's just say, someone's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, that really got under my skin. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was just, I was, I was in. I was absolutely loving this movie, thinking it was great. Um, I was praising it. Like, it was starting to become like a 10 out of 10. I was like, fuck, where's this movie going? I'm, I'm, this, this could be my number one of the year. And then the last 40 minutes happened and I'm like, oh, that's right. I read reviews that weren't kind to this movie. And I, I, I see now. I see. And unlike um, unlike Eraserhead where I could interpret it into my own way, I, after I finished watching Men, I went on YouTube and watched Explain videos. I watched about half a dozen of them. I searched up Google things. Oh, really? I tried to understand this movie so many ways and I, I can't I do not understand what it was saying I yeah the last 40 minutes really let me down in this movie I was so 
so disappointed because the first hour was so hot for me. I was, oh man, I was so let down. Um, yeah, it just did not work the last 40 minutes. Um, yeah, like it's cool. Some cool visuals, um, some weird, um, stuff that you'd only see on X-rated sites. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't understand what I was watching. And it was funny, like I was watching it alone and, um, I think my wife was in, was in bed at the time when I was watching it and, and she woke up around the time of, let's say a birth was happening. <laughs> and yeah, of course she has to wake up when that's happening. Um, but yeah, overall, man, I, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, man, I was, this movie just really let me down. I was at the end of this movie, not a fan of it. So what about you? I'm keen to see where you went with this movie. Um, Ooh, sure. Um, <laughs> the more, yeah, cause, cause you're right, man. This movie, I was fucking a hundred percent in. Mm. Like, it was. I haven't had chills in a long time, or it feels like a long time anyway. Yeah, like legit chills, like where I'm like creeped out, and this movie kept creeping me out. Yep. Right. I didn't understand what was happening, but it was a good. I didn't understand what was happening. Do you know what I mean? Like it was the kind of shit where I'm like, oh, what's this mystery kind of shit? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And then. Like, like, yeah, the ending happens, and I, like, I sort of get what it is, but I guess I'm also not the target audience for it as well. Mm. But, like, I mean, because I get the metaphor; it's pretty heavy-handed. Do you? Because I don't. Um. Oh, it's so hard. Le- leave it. We'll do it. Let's do a spoiler. It's so hard to talk without spoilers. For we'll it. do a spoiler um, part, but keep it spoiler yeah. free right now. We'll go into spoilers in a second. But, but let's just say, like, the message that I got from the movie felt stupid. Okay. Like, I didn't. Enjoy that. I enjoyed the visual of what was happening mm-hmm. at the end. Like, I thought it was cool. I liked that fucking freaky shit. Yep. It was definitely something I'd never seen before and probably will never see again. Yeah. So that was fun. But as far as, like, I just... It just... It bummed me out how hard it didn't stick the landing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you. I wanted something really concrete and definitive at the end. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah, no, I, I get you 100%. Like, I wanted to know how things with the way they were. I wanted to know what was happening. And it just didn't. It just kind of left it all like... Here's the ending. Mm. Credits. Yeah. But, but it sucks because it was so good. Like, I I came out thinking, like, 
eight because I was like impressed with the cinematography and the uh, and that last bit was like fucking you know some shit but the more I think about it the the more the score just keeps going down yeah you know (laughs) did you want to do scores and then spoilers because I ain't got too much more to say about it I think um I think person who did acting did a lot of acting and that was great. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what's funny? Um, I don't think it's so much of a spoiler, but there is one actor who plays multiple roles in this movie. I didn't notice until I listened to Fresh Cuts talk about this movie where they said that. I'm like, no. Oh, shit. No. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I noticed, okay, there's a kid in this movie that looks strange. I'm like, what, what's Even fucking wrong with him? I did. I I just thought he was weird looking. I didn't fucking notice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, that's yeah. funny, dude. I yeah. I, I listened to fresh I cuts it at um, when the policeman was there. Really? Is when I clocked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it only showed him for a second. I was like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel stupid now, but I, I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. I did not notice until I listened to another podcast say it. No, no, that's, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think all in all, like this is a movie that I can see some people having in their top ten, and then others having on their bottom ten. You know, um, I think depending. Yeah. How like, you take- I'm, I'm really in the middle with it. Mm. So am I. So am I. I, I. I love... I love more than half of this movie, but it's that other half that really burnt this movie for me that I just... I'm, I'm really let down. I really am. Because I... I don't get it. Yeah. At all. And I... As I said before, I watched so many... Um, explain videos and nothing. I don't get anything of it. So, yeah. It's a shame. Did you want to do score? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an, an 8, but I, I think I'm like in a 7 minus. Wow, okay. Like a Zim, a zim minus for me now. All right, I'm not, I'm not far from you. I gave it an, another 6.5. Like, like, it's still good. There's still lots of it. There's still lots of it that's very good, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think now... We'll, we're gonna we're gonna close the show. We we need to discuss this in spoiler filled territory um, because I think this movie deserves it. So we're going to say goodbye now. Unless you've seen this movie and you want to hear what um, we say about it <clears throat> in spoiler world, uh, if you have not seen Men, I think you should go and check it out and 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 see it for yourself and see what you think of it. Um, I think it's one of those movies where you can watch it and take something from it. Or you could be like us and be really disappointed. Yeah. So so we're going to say goodbye now. So thank you guys once again for joining us on Horror for Dummies, episode 209. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, if you want more, we have a Patreon page open. You can cancel at mm-hmm. any time, but we have so much shit over there. Uh, we'll be back on the Patreon with another episode of Schwarzenegger so for Dummies. Things. We're going to be reviewing Commando soon so check that out um yeah. we're gonna be doing another bracket episode really soon 
was meant to, meant to come out already, mm-hmm. but uh, things happened in, in my life, which... Uh, things and stuff. Yep, so couldn't get around to it, but we are doing that on Patreon. So if you want to join us, go over to patreon.com forward slash horror for dummies. Check us out, and you can cancel at any time, so it's up to you. Um, we are on Facebook, Letterboxd, and Instagram at Horror for Dummies if you want to check us out there. And, uh, yeah, find us anywhere, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. And uh, if you if you were being so kind to leave us a five-star review on any uh, podcasting app that you listen to us, that would be awesome. We would love you. Uh until oh next next week next week we've got another Patreon yep. pick episode. We're going to be covering. So um, we're going to be covering um, a movie that's chosen by our good friend Heather Powell, which is called <clears throat> Landmine Goes Click. I believe oh. I believe it's that, or Landmine Goes Boom. It's called. Well, landmine goes to the circus. <laughs> landmine goes quick. That's the one. We're going to be reviewing that from 2015. And uh, on our raw review, I don't know yet. We haven't decided yet. So we'll, yeah, be, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do something. Oh, you fun. know what? Probably um, Black Phone. Oh, yeah, we can do that now. I've seen it. So, yep. You want to do that? Yeah, I do. I do indeed. Set. All right, so I do indeed too. Join us next week for Landmine Goes Quick and The Black Phone. Ba-dum. Until then, we'll, uh, if this is your signing off time, we'll catch you next week. But if you want to continue listening to us talk about men, <laughs> then, uh, well, it's time for uh, spoiler time. Here we go. Goodbye, guys. Have some more men. Men, 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 manly men. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah. Okay, spoiler time, here we are. <laughs> Go for it. I got nothing really. Look, man, it's it's just like all men are the same, and they're all shit. But but they're not. But then but they're not. Like, but that's what the movie's saying. Okay, that makes me hate the movie more because you know what? There there are decent people out there. I'm not one of them. I'm a cunt. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. like, ah, like I get, I get it, like. I'm not saying men are perfect. I'm not saying any of that shit. But I'm just like, it just seemed like a really thinly veiled, like, men are crap. Okay. Movie. I'm I'm so over I'm so over this men are crap. Okay, yes. In in like the whole Me Too movement and all that stuff, like, it's, it's usually yeah, men. Yeah, look I mean, the the male characters in this movie were real shit. The majority of and them. not all. Yeah. Well, even the the good one turned out to be a bad one. 
How? Like like the landlord dude. Yeah. How did he turn out to be But bad? they're all the same dude anyway. Because uh, he fucking stole the car and tried to run her over? No, it was her. She ran him over. Yeah, she hit him, but he's still one of the men. But it was all different men, wasn't it? Wasn't it all the... I See, this is the bit that I didn't understand. Mm. Like, they were all different, but when you injured one, they were all injured, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, which works, I don't know how. And then it stopped being, like, all of them at once. And then it started just being one at a time. Because I, I and think... I was like, well, is... I think maybe she was, like, looking at all these men as her husband. No, no, yeah, definitely that. That that as well. Because the the injuries that they've sustained are the exact same injuries that he sustained. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the, the arm split in fucking half. Oh, true. And, and the, um... That was hectic. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Again, there was so there was so many cool things, but like, and then uh, I'm assuming that she like, fucking chopped him in the head. Like, he got chopped in the head from the gate, or from the fence, or whatever. So, yeah, he, he right? had the broken angle and everything. Yeah, and I think the pregnancy over pregnancy over pregnancy thing was just him saying that generationally we're all the same or some shit. Maybe. I yeah, don't know. Okay, I get I get that. That makes me dislike the movie. But that, yeah. And that's why I was like, I loved so many of the things about it. It was so close to being great. Like I loved, like it, it made, it made it so tense. It made it so, um, gen, like I was genuinely all in for this chick. Mm. So was I. I was really, I was really invested in her. I wanted her to get out and like, but I, I really just felt like the movie was just in a, like, and again, like I'm not the target audience. So maybe like there are girls out there who's just every man in her life has treated her like garbage and I fucking feel sorry for you. You know, like that sucks. Yeah, like, definitely. You have my sympathy, but like. I, I can't help but feeling like a little attacked. <laughs> Same, and you know what the fun the, the the whole thing about this whole all men are horrible is bullshit because there is there is equally horrible women out there. May I mention yeah. Amber Heard? And yeah. I've had friends. Okay, I, I'll tell you this quick story just quickly. I had a friend who um, picked up this girl one night at a house party, uh, took her home. Fucked her, all, mu- yeah. all mutual, like it was all good, and then she all consensual, yeah. And then she cr- she came out and said that he raped her, and he basically yeah. cried in my arms because he was scared shitless as to what was going to happen. Luckily, she yeah. came clean and said, "No, I was lying." But like, <sighs> the like, there's there's girls out there that do that. Yeah, look, it's it's a complicated ass world, man, and that's why that's why I just like. 
That's that's what I felt the metaphor was. Maybe I'm just taking it personally or whatever the fuck. But, um, I mean, that's, right, like, that's what it felt like it was. Like, all men are the same. Right? Like, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. And they were all being assholes. And don't get me wrong, the, the fucking husband was especially a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. And he's like, well, I just wanted you to love me. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not her job or her, you know. I, I know. And, it, and he was making everything, like, about him. He wasn't yeah. listening and, to and her. Like, I, all, and all the men in this movie were, un, you know, unsympathetic and uncaring and all that stuff. And, it, like, I really thought it was going to be, like... Um, it was going to come out with something like, hey, even though, like, it seems like sometimes that this is the case, it's actually this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, they're not all bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, you know, and like... I don't know, man. And even and just the, the, the chick being pregnant at the end, I guess the sister has a man in her or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Like Maybe maybe that was a glimpse of hope. That last bit where she's pregnant. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like the like the birth the, the rebirthing thing was cool, but like ultimately that's what I got from it metaphor wise. Yeah. If I had to get... Like, and, uh, like, th- th- this is all said with just, like, me not really having met, read much about it, and just my guess. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I'm being too sensitive or whatever the fuck, but, like... Like, if if that's the message you're sending out, then, yeah, I'm probably not gonna like your movie heaps. Yeah. That said, I still gave it a seven. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, I, I really wanted this to stick the landing... And it just didn't... And, 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 and be about, like, healing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just... It didn't feel like it was. It felt like just more... Trauma. Yeah. So now she's going to be, like, this poor... Like, like looking from the, the point of view of the character, she's just going to be traumatized by every single male... Yeah. ...that she comes across for the rest of her life because you can't trust men. Mm-hmm. Is that the message of the movie? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That's why, that's why it sucked. That's why it sucked. Like, cause, and like, honestly, like I'm erring on the side of like filmmaking and what I did enjoy and how much I did enjoy. Like you, where I enjoyed the vast majority of the movie, I thought everyone acted their fucking like dick and balls off in this movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And like, it's just the script. Yep. Yeah, and that's the letdown. Because the it, first... It's just literally the, the third act. Yeah. The first half, like, you, you said it perfectly, like, it was tension-filled. Like, that scene in the tunnel. Oh. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. When he fucking showed up. And she's like, they did that cool thing with the sound and the... Oh, shit. And they used it in the score. I was like, oh, that That's is... fucking rad. That is great. And and then, and then they had the crow man being like, Bah! And you're like, ah! Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And there's another scene where she's outside, like it's dark, and then a character runs at her. That yeah. freaked me out. Like, someone oh, running towards yeah. you is like... like when he's Ugh. running at the door? Yeah. 
Like, no. that's fucking scary. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. Or just, like, the cop not saying anything. Yeah. All that shit was fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. But it's just, like... It's like with... Um, but, yeah, I think, like, from as far as, like, I got the message of the movie... Mm-hmm. It just seemed like all men are shit cunts. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, like... As much as the, I feel like the the people I watched it with were um kind of all for it and like, do you know what I mean? Like, did they like it? Yeah. Um. No. Ish. I liked it more than they did. Oh, okay. At the time, but then I thought about it and I was like, oh wait, no, that's what it's saying, and I'm like, oh, that's rude. <laughs> and shit. <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> but like yeah they were literally talking about it like as we're walking away and they're like you know just when you think one's good it's like nah they're all bad and I was like rough <laughs> you know but <laughs> fuck it mm. yeah I don't know this is see the, the, would you rewatch this nah <laughs> see that's hard because I really oh, I'd probably watch the first hour and then turn it off it, it just it just like it just sucked like the ending sucked for me yeah cause like I'll, I'll give a movie the benefit of the doubt until the ending you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and if and if it fucks up the ending I just can't but but like everything <laughs> is building towards that ending as yeah well. yeah that's right so ev- everything everyone's doing, like, yes, they're all being creepy and they're all being like, but it's like, I'm not saying I wish some dude came in and saved the fucking day or shit. Like, I just wanted her to heal. And now I just feel like she's ended up with even more trauma at the end of the movie. Yeah. So what did she just become? Is she just alone for the rest of her life? Cause she can't trust men. Cause everyone's going to just try and fucking kill themselves or rape her or whatever like unless unless we're looking at it the wrong way I, well, I, I could be looking at it the wrong like, way she defeated all those men in her life so maybe she's got some clarity and can can ease herself I, I don't know I'm stretching but but perhaps man perhaps look if if I'm looking at it wrong and that's not the message of the movie or whatever yep then I'd I would love to know what if like if if you find a podcast where it's like they they dissect it a bit more and they're like actually it's more about this and it's not so much about villainizing um men and stuff then I'll watch it yeah <laughs> and and honestly by the same token I wouldn't like it if they did the same thing with women yeah yeah hundred percent do you know what I mean like yeah if they're like, oh, all girls are sluts or fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, like... That's not right. That's not... I, yeah. I call that shit out too. Yep. So it's just, this is what I perceived it as being. And yeah, maybe I, like, being a man, um, like, I'm more sensitive to it or whatever. Mm. Like, honestly, if I, if I hear another take on this movie and they're like, actually, I feel like it was this and I can get behind what they were saying, then... 
sure. Yep. But that's just not what it, it appeared like to me. Yep. Like it, like it feels like the choice to make every character that guy, uh-huh. and then to me, I don't know. Look, the birth thing is totally open to interpretation because that thing was weird. Yeah. But are we? You know, it was just yeah. I don't are know. we saying that this movie's more harder to understand than a Razorhead? Uh, for me, it was <laughs> same. <laughs> I got a race ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I I came to a conclusion with a race ahead. Yeah. Whereas this one, you're you're still fighting with yourself. I'm still fighting with myself because I'm like, is that the conclusion? I'm like, is it that shitty of a conclusion? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I was happier with him killing a baby than the conclusion. Of this movie. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I get you. I don't know. I get you. Hey, man. I'm all love. I'm all love, baby. Yeah, same. Same. I think there's good and bad <laughs> in every kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay, straight, female, male, whatever, whatever what religion. What you give it, stars-wise? I gave it a 6.5. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it a 7. Yeah. So, I liked it. As I said Thanks before, I, I liked it more than I didn't, but yeah, it was I, I was the first hour I was leading to almost a 10 same so. <laughs> I, I was like I was legitimately like is this the is it another 10 for me mm. yeah because she was knocking it out of the park the sound was knocking it out of the park the visuals were knocking it out of the park the story as it was going was knocking it out of the park yep. like yeah just feeding me little nuggets of it yep <laughs> like it was great yeah. It's upsetting. I know, it it's is upsetting. such a disappointment. But, yeah. oh well. Alright. On to the next that's one. All I, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. that. <laughs> Alright guys, well that concludes this episode of Horror for Dummies. Thank you guys once again. And we'll be back next week with Landmine Goes Click and another beautiful episode of Horror for Dummies. Until next time, this is us signing out. Mushroom, be a fun guy and say goodbye. Goodbye, Count. Goodbye. And enjoy the song choice. <laughs> <laughs> Dip! In heaven.